What's going on, you guys? It's your girl, Nikki Blades, and you're now tuned into the beautiful women of Big Moo. Yes! yes. Don't, don't, I love that don't, intro. Don't, don't, don't. <laughs> we nice. love that. We have our our next favorite returning guest. We have two favorite, okay? Stacey Diaz is our first favorite, the OG. Nikki Blades is our new favorite. In no particular order. In no particular order. She placed an order. Yeah, yeah. No, no, it's okay. Hierarchy. Stacey is our OG favorite. I mean, you can't ever beat the OG. Timeline-wise, came first. The firstborn favorite. How many episodes do I need to be in to beat her? (laughs) (laughs) I'm coming for it. I got nothing to do next week. You can never be a Stacey Diaz, but you can always be Nikki Blades. Yes. This is the Nikki like couch, by the way. Yeah, we got the Nikki squared over here Nikki on squared. the right side. <laughs> Double Nikki. Mm-hmm. And then just me and Tiff over here on the left. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, just me and Tiff? What is wrong with Jess? I'm just fucking her up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Tiff is It's because I'm nervous. I'm nervous. Tess. That's our name. Or Jif. Jif. Tess. I like Tess. Tess. That's an actual Jif. name. It's a girl's yeah. name. Yeah, Jeff is like Sounds peanut like butter. So like, <laughs> my name is Jeff. Hello, my name is we Jeff. Got Jeff over there. <laughs> Wait, well, well, what is it? Hello, my name is Jeff. Hello, my name is Jeff. <laughs> Cute. Well, I think I, I think I'm nervous because we're gonna start talking about breakups in this episode. <laughs> Dude, that's so, all we talk about on shit they don't I'm tell word, you. I'm word vomiting right break now. Break up. <laughs> you should just break up. I really want us to do a segment in 2021 where we have like viewers. Oh, give yeah. us their, you know, their this current relationship status, and then, and then we'll hold we up go signs. break up or stay together, Ooh. make it work. I think we do need great. a lot of information though to make that true. That but okay, a good, they'll give you the, a, all the information. A good solid two or three paragraphs will say oh, enough. Totally. Yeah, <laughs> you I used can get to do this thing called Dear Nikki. Oh, they'll tell you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, they'll tell you. Somebody's gonna have to filter through it to get to the meat of it. They'll give you all the details. Trust. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we do get a lot of questions in our DMs about. How do I deal with this breakup? I think when you're going through a breakup, um, it's probably one of the hardest things to have your head on straight. So you're just like scrambling to try to find something to hide the pain. You're like, someone, please give me the answer. How do I get over this? Or how do I numb this? Or how do I just, I want it gone. It's like a pimple. You want it out of your body. Yeah. Well, Mm. emotionally, you know, it hits the same part that you experience when you experience the death of someone close to you yeah so when you experience loss but the society doesn't treat you that way no, like they society's don't. a lot more sympathetic when you're going through a loss of a person but when you're going through a breakup they're like eh, get over it yeah yeah it's the same feelings well, it's because it's it's kind of like uh, an addiction right so a lot of times society looks down on people that have addiction opioid addiction heroin addiction or whatever mm-hmm. like i can't be like you're trash right you feel the same withdrawal it feels horrible but no one kind of really cares you know what i hate about about the like the the double standards with it all if someone gets a divorce for some reason it's you're more sympathetic towards them than somebody who goes through a breakup with a you boyfriend. You know why? Because your finances are impacted with divorce. <laughs> yeah. People it's are like, like oh shit, well, also, it's you embarrassing. need a hug. You, you spent $40,000 on a wedding and yeah. you stood in front of all of your family and, and said, you said forever. we're going to be together. This oh, yeah. is now your son-in-law. This is now your daughter-in-law. And, and now it's like kids involved, it's like oh, a whole another mess. Yeah. I just I just feel bad for the regular people who get broken up Oh, with. for sure. It's still <laughs> the regular I'm people. I'm like, you know the regular people who ain't got husbands Divorce and shit. 
they're like, that's cute. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, fuck you. Nobody, Honestly, I nobody feel cares like... about you. Get another boyfriend. Shut up. A lot of women I've been reading a lot on the internet. A lot of women are like, actually being divorced is great. Mm, and I yeah. don't want to get married yeah. again. After going through the process, because like when you're out long, the other end. It's a long yeah. drawn out oh, thing yeah. that it's not quite as shocking as like, oh, I dated this guy for six months. We fell in love. It was like fucking passionate as shit. And right. now it's blown up in my face. I think to me that feels worse than going through a 10-year marriage and like dragging out the divorce like you're kind of over it you're like whatever dude yeah it's really it's really dope finding people traumatized by lawyers so anytime like lawyers get involved i'm like money yeah Mm. that's it is that's that's super scary it's great when you see people that get to the point to where i i feel like a separation with the with the divorce and a breakup. There, there's kind of like a set of rules with a divorce mm-hmm. and everybody knows them, right? Mm-hmm. There's the process. You mm-hmm. understand there's things you're going to have to go through, separating the assets, finding the kids. But when you break up, and you, you could have so sudden. You could have been yeah. living together. It could be almost identical to a marriage except the paperwork. Some people there's have no protection. kids. And there's no protection. Yeah. And there's no... There's no empathy. Like, nobody's really sympathizing or empathizing mm-hmm. with that person. They're like, oh, well, you're not married. That's kind of like, mm-hmm. there's well, plenty of people. states do have different, um, like, common certain law. states yeah. have mm-hmm. common law marriage. Like, I think in Texas, I think you have to be together for, like, three years or something really short. And then they consider it, like, a common law marriage. Wow. But then overall, for sure, like, though, society. it's not the same. You know, yeah. society, we look at somebody who's been in a relationship for seven years. And unless you know the people, you're like, damn, that really sucks. Versus somebody who got divorced after two years, you're like, oh my God, mm-hmm. that's so devastating. Again, you think about the process, but yeah. the morning, you know, we do we do treat breakups very dismissively. Hmm. We kind of like some people you're like, depending. Oh. So depending on the person to me, right. if you're a person that's going through a breakup every other month, I'm like, I kind of uh, get over yeah. it. But if you're like, you've been with your partner oh. for a while and you like then the you whole break up yeah exactly yeah. like jess's breakup yeah. like with joe it's like we're we're still friends with joe and you but know you're that's... more friends with me <laughs> what? yeah but i'm more friends, <laughs> you're more friends with you to win <laughs> yeah i picked your side and then Thank i go and jk i'm like joe i picked yeah, your yeah, side. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they broke up Wait, in hold on. according room. to jess's standards though who was first hmm? who was oh. first who was the first friend Cause well would... <laughs> it was kind of the same because joe we didn't hang out like so um joe actually pushed me to hang out more with Jess because yeah. she's like he's like she needs more girlfriends and so then that that's when we started like forming the girl circle because none of us really hung out as gr- a girl group before mm-hmm. then and I feel like yeah Joe kind of pushed that together for mm-hmm. Jess and then I yeah I've definitely hung out a lot more with Jess than with Joe since then so I feel closer to I'm the winner that's all Jess. you know. Jess won okay you won. I, I, you won everybody listening too. Jess won <laughs> even though I know Joe way longer but I know. you win thank you <laughs> <laughs> yeah um forget the hashtags that you keep seeing uh, hashtag uh, N-O-E it's hashtag no <laughs> Yo, the, it was funny because people started putting jokey because they're oh, like, because yeah. uh, the whole joke. thing is yeah, a joke. The whole thing is yeah. a joke. Yeah. I wonder if people know. I think most people do not. But like, I write the titles for JK News. Oh my <laughs> so god, makes like, sense. And then the episodes that are coming out pretty soon. I think I had one uh, recently. It said like, no, it's really happening. <laughs> it's like clickbait. Oh my central. And I swear, there's times where I have no idea what's going on, and then I'll get like a boost on my Instagram, and people start writing. Like people were writing no on <laughs> my, on my yeah. Instagram, and I was like. What the fuck is no? Like, why is everybody writing no on my? And I totally forgot. Clearly, I'm so invested into this relationship. I don't even know. You got in your head. You're like, is my outfit 
that bad? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everyone's writing no. On yeah. it. No, no, no. Oh, no, this photo's no. <laughs> yeah, and then I forget that I'm. Yeah. I forget the whole thing, and I'll be like, "Why is everybody fucking talking about Joe? Oh my goddamn! I'm hot. <laughs> Just talk about how hot I am. Yeah, yeah. Fuck Joe. What yeah. about me? <laughs> so funny. No, and then it's also even more funny because then people will be like, "Oh, Jess is so jealous," but she's literally the one writing. There was the some title. comments on our uh, the first time you came on uh-huh. our show. People were like, "Oh, Jess hates her." You can tell. Oh, I'm like, I saw somebody say, <laughs> "Bitch, I, where?" I can't believe Nikki has the audacity to be sitting next to Jess. I was like, wow. first of fuck off, I got invited here. We okay, invited bitch. her. We Second want of all, her here. What are you talking? Like, we y'all like, make up some crazy shit no, in yeah. our love head. It. People love to make drama <laughs> stories and it's kind of cute. It's if this it, generation's soap opera. Yeah. yeah. That's why. It's like I forget. We're, we're, we're soap opera characters. I have to not take it personally. Like, we're real I'm like, people. Yeah. 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 If I didn't want her on the show, she wouldn't be on the Ex- show. Facts. I, I own this fucking company with other girls. <laughs> yeah, I would have say. I would have never made it past <laughs> the first round. They would have been like, who the fuck is this bitch? Yeah. Oh, first episode, they shipped up. Not nah, fuck her. She's gone. <laughs> we don't want her. You'd be like, break up? Bitch, I'm still going through it. Fuck you. Get out of here. I want Joe to be happy. That's something that you guys don't understand, too. So regardless of who comes up to him next i don't think it's gonna be nikki <laughs> but whoever comes up to him next like i want him to be happy and that's something that you guys need to fucking get through your heads oh, yeah and when i talk shit on my instagram about men it's not about joe it's about the other guys that i've been dating. oh my god it oh. crossed my mind that's just because i excuse you because <laughs> i know i know you and yeah. like the, the fact i would never even think that but being an audience member, yeah. like I guess if they're I try not, to put not myself all in. watching this show too. Like yeah. so they know me from yeah. from before when I was on JK News or whatever, being Joe's vlogs, and now I'm talking shit about. I'm like, I've been dating dudes, yeah, that are also, not Joe. I think it's because people don't know what healthy breakups look like either. Yeah, like true. a lot of people think like as soon as you guys break up, you he's it's World the, War Three, the devil, yeah. like right. the enemy, and then oh. there's no way that you can actually have a mature I still work relationship. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did not go through healthy breakups. Oh my god. Nope, did not Most do the healthy. Most of mine were not great. Yeah. But this I'm, one was fine. I'm impressed yeah. by the people that are mature enough. I think, again, like, you get to a point where you really don't want to be with each other. Yeah. And that's when most of the breakups are a little bit smoother. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, when we, it's like, mutual. we dragged it out so long yeah. that it didn't hurt anymore. And then you both are self-aware. You know yeah. what's working for you. You know yeah. what's not. Now, when breakups get traumatic, it's normally when one person wants to be in it and the other person yeah. doesn't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so the betrayal comes in. We're not mature enough to and know when to walk not away. Not healthy communication. Oh, too. God. Like being broken up with through a text message mm. or whatever. I'm like when your you're invested. It's like I've done so I've shocking. broken up with someone over text message, but it was like a two month. Oh, okay. yeah. That's, like, that's different. That's, that's different. That's different. It wasn't like a real Like this guy lived with me. Oh, damn. Oh, really? Yeah. What the hell? What do you say? Ouch. Well, it was, yeah, it was the one that cheated on me. And then, like, so then I found out through the girl. I confronted the girl mm-hmm. and being like, I know you don't know me. And I'm so sorry. Like, I don't want to be yeah. that person. But, mm-hmm. like, is there something going on? Because he keeps saying there's not. And, like, I feel like there is. Yeah. And oh she's God. like, girl, yes, there is. She's like, he told me you guys were broken up. Oh. And then she made him call me. And then, yeah, Yeah. so it was like a phone call, not a text, I guess. Mm. But it wasn't, I didn't get that face-to-face, like, communication, like, hey, we need to talk. What about him moving out? What was that like? So he had already moved out um, Uh. because we broke up earlier in that year. And then we got back together within two weeks. So he found his own place. It was probably healthier mentally. But, um, yeah, then, then we got back together. 
and we were already together for like six or seven months mm. and that's when I went through something yeah. similar like that with my ex because like we were together for three years we ended up living in the same place and then uh, and then we our lease was up for that place that we had together and I was like I can't fucking live with you like I fucking can't he's the one that I kept waking up and his dick was inside me all Ooh, the time he's the one that gave that you PTSD yeah that's the guy that gave me PTSD with morning sex and so I was just like I can't be with you I can't live with you um, and I kept trying to break up with him so many times and it was just, he somehow like always had me go back. I was, I think I was heavily codependent too. So yeah. then I was, I was just attached to that and, and it was really hard to, to finally completely let him go. But once we moved out at that place that, that the lease was, was up actually during that place, we had broken up for a whole month and he moved to the other room cause it was a two bedroom apartment. Oh, he wow. moved to the other room. I had, I had the other room with Isaac and there was this time where like he we were like still kind of friends but like we were broken up but we were still living together and it was fucking messy it was really weird but then eventually once I moved out and got my own place he would come over and be like you can't sleep over you can't keep any of your shit here um but then eventually he we ended up like slowly getting yeah. back together and and then I ended up moving to a different place still not with him and then at that place finally was when i was like that's it we can't be together and if you, if you somehow like try to drag me back into this relationship i need to move to san diego to get the fuck away from you because i was just so scared of like i didn't trust myself to not be with him anymore yeah was, like i was just so stuck in this like toxic cycle of this it's an addiction relationship. yeah it's oh, an addiction. i was in the worst i was we were so obsessed with each other yeah. but he could my you know, the worst one, he just couldn't stop his problem. He had a problem. He loved talking to multiple women. He loved mm. seeing me <laughs> angry. He loved, but it was a lot of, it's, it's actually funny. I had posted up a song today and it was like, Drew Hill, I love you. And it, it's funny because the lyrics are like, I told you to leave, but no, 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 I don't want you to go. I love you. I'm professing my love. I can't live without you. You know, the real toxic shit mm -hmm. right there. And I said, yo, if you grew up on any of these damn R&B songs, you've mm -hmm. definitely been in a toxic relationship. Because yep. oh, yeah. I believed that, you know, he messed up and he came back, but he loves me and he'll do anything for me. And honestly, my dumbass was in that cycle for a long That's time. That's something that I didn't even learn probably until not that long ago is that when they come back it's not because they love you it's because right. you let, let them, them come back yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, and it's exactly. not a profession of love it doesn't it's not a sign that you're meant to be together it's a sign that your standards are too low oh. yeah you're romanticize i i romanticize that shit too yeah. we were just talking about this because there was a song that was stuck in my head and i was like i have to play this song oh yeah that and Eminem I, yeah the Eminem, it was jesse ray's coffin and then eminem collabs on it but he references his other song that's very similar in content um, with Rihanna, love the way, uh, love the way, you love the, yeah, love yeah. the way, lie, mm -hmm. and uh, and it's it talks about that that like I'm gonna kill myself and then yeah. that person goes and saves you right before you jump off the roof mm -hmm. and then it's like oh because they love you and you're passionate but you can't stop fighting and it's like something it's just juicy because it's like passionate yeah but it's so toxic it's wrong yeah. it's, it's not, wrong it's not and right. it shouldn't be wrong. romanticized no. but I that feeling is like. Oh, like I remember that 
feeling of just like the I, I, just emotion. I feel it here. Yeah. Here. And certain people will mm-hmm. bring out a side of you that mm-hmm. is not supposed to mm-hmm. come out. And honestly, if you don't go through those messy situations, you don't know what your limits are. You don't know. True. You don't know what you're capable of. You don't know what is okay or what your buttons are. That particular man. Mm-hmm. I was, God, I felt like I couldn't breathe without him. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. there's still something about to this day we might fight each other. Like, nobody's comfortable if we're even in the same, like, area code. We just cannot coexist. We can't deal with each other. We are not going to be friends. We're never, we're never going to be friends. We're never going to be like, what's up, homie? Never. Right. I think that because we're always going to care for each other. But we're never going to be together. We can't. You reach a point where you learn what a healthy relationship is because you just know what you don't want to go through anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There was a quote. Um, Mark Manson, who wrote Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck, mm-hmm. um, He, we follow him on Instagram, me yeah. and Jess. And I pulled a I quote. I started following him after you guys yeah. shared that in the group chat. <laughs> so he posted, he posts different things because he writes articles and he's really good at writing. Um, but one of the quotes he posted was, there's a difference between chemistry and compatibility. Mm-hmm. And the difference between them, because people use them interchangeably all the time. And chemistry is this thing that we're talking about where it's like, you get together, the sex is fucking bomb. Like you guys just like, there's this heated like thing, right? Still like Still might feelings. punch him in the back dangerous. of the head if I see him with another person like I yes because there's something that just sets date that's Mm -hmm. the best way to describe it and then there's compatibility which is your life values are the same you want the same kind of future you you kind of like have the same view of the world you know how to like manage stuff together that's compatibility and the key is trying to balance both it's confusing Mm -hmm. though because I always thought it was the same because I'm like well we're compatible with our music taste we're compatible in bed we're Mm. compatible with the fire that we have for each other they're not the same compatible is literally take out erase the chemistry yeah Mm -hmm. are you compatible as if they were your friend Mm -hmm. yeah like do you like the same things do you have the same ideas do you want to go the same places like if you're compatible with a guy that wants to be Dan Bilzerian on a boat with a bunch of hoes. <laughs> oh. That's not your lifestyle. No. <laughs> That's not your lifestyle. No. Yeah. <laughs> I'm fucking spilling the tea on myself. I know. <laughs> That's why I laugh. Not, not <laughs> what like, you want out of life. Dan Bilzerian is not attractive. He's repulsive. Stop trying to be him. Yeah. <laughs> There's <laughs> you not, know who you are. Oh. Yeah. Chemistry but not, not compatibility. compatibility. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you know how you know we talk a lot about the friend zone. Right, like guys are like, oh, I got friend zoned, and yeah. oh, she doesn't want to have they a relationship put with themselves me. Themselves there, by the way. So I had somebody that I had dated, and then stopped dating. I kind of was like, oh, this isn't working. I'm gonna go. I want to do whatever I want, and cut it off. And after that talks, the one that I talked about, the toxic relationship, him and I ended up getting back together because we had somehow stayed friends post us like dating. But briefly, it was kind of like casual. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, We ended up getting into a relationship. And Mm -hmm. I remember the starting of that relationship. I told him, like, I am not whole. I really shouldn't be in a relationship with you. We really shouldn't get together. I am nowhere near. I was a I was a mess and I was openly a mess. I knew it. He was my little knight in shining armor and he wanted to be there. And I know that so many people want to help others and be like, I'm going to be there for you no matter what, no matter, no matter what you're going through, I want to be there. And the, the shitty part about that is, is if you allow yourself to be in that relationship and you know they're with you because you're broken, mm-hmm. 
the unfortunate part is the relationship will change as you become whole. When you're not broken mm-hmm. anymore, it's not going to survive. And and the more you put yourself together, and it's crazy because that last relationship, my, my current ex, was a good guy. Mm-hmm. He is a good guy. I loved his values, love his family, what he stands for, his core. But something happened along the lines of resentment towards me for the beginning of the relationship. Like mm-hmm. I was, I wasn't, all the way in it I definitely was just a hot a hot mess you know Mm. I hold myself accountable for a lot of the things that didn't work out in that relationship but what sucked was people stay in things that they shouldn't be in Mm -hmm. um, and holding resentment towards somebody and then using it when you're now the one who cares the least in the relationship is it's really fucked up yeah resentment is I feel like transforms and takes over your relationship because it won't allow you to not view that person as the enemy. Like once you have enough resentment, the slightest little thing they do, you can twist it and be like, cause they're doing that again. And it's always this slight against you True. instead of just allowing them to be and yeah. love them for who they are, the person that you fell in love with. And it's something that it, it takes over slowly and you mm-hmm. can't, you, you can't always catch it. You got to catch it when it's like, yeah, in its beginning phases. You got to stomp that. Mm-hmm. You got to no wash it out. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. With gotta wash it out shampoo. with shampoo from Function of Beauty. From Function of Beauty. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and it's customizable because everybody's got different hair. We got some curly hairs. We got some straight we got hairs. Bleached we got some hair. wavy hair. Some thin hairs. Some bleached hairs. And depending on what your hair is, they have so many different combinations of formulas that'll fit your specific hair needs. And that's what I like the most about them. Also, I just like custom shit. You know, like give me the one that's for I'm me. Special. It has okay. my name. Name on the bottle, <laughs> bitch. Oh, yeah. So th- every bottle that you get has your name on it. It's like function. Mine says function of limo because I just thought it was more regal to have my last regal. name on there. <laughs> Why doesn't it say green? Oh, Ooh. because my name is Limo. I think there's a problem in your marriage. We're it's Limo Green. <laughs> I have independence in my marriage. Good for it's you. a partnership, Good for you. not a codependency. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> uh, Function of Beauty, you go on there, you take a little quiz. So they're going to ask you about your hair. You're going to fill out all the answers as accurately as possible. Also, your hair goals. Like, what do you want? You want more shine? You want more volume? You want less frizz? Whatever that is, you're going to put that in there too. Mm. Then you're going to pick a scent. Or if you don't want a scent, no scent. Maybe oh, that's more yeah, your style. Your yeah. fragrance is not good for your skin. Yeah, like sometimes it messes with your scalp, yeah. your your pH balance. I don't know. I'm not a scientist, but pick a scent that you like. My, I love the eucalyptus because it just feels I'm getting next. fresh. You guys keep talking about it. It's like makes your stress dissolve when yeah. it's mm. in your scalp. I don't know. I like it a lot. And then you pick a color, whatever color suits you for that month or six months. It lasts a long time. It lasts so a really long pick time. Pick a color that you like. I like the the black one, but I don't think they do it anymore. They do it seasonally, I think. Yeah, it might be seasonal. I have purple currently, and I like that one. And then, uh, yeah, they also offer a new skincare line. It's the same quality and customization you expect, but now for your skincare routine. So check that out as well. I what are you waiting lotion. for? You it's like the lotion? So yeah. I, use, I like the body And lotion. that's customizable, yeah. too, mm-hmm. based on your skin needs. So what are you waiting for? Go to functionofbeauty.com slash bigmood to take your quiz and save 20% off your first hair care order. Go to functionofbeauty.com slash bigmood to let them know you heard it about it from our show. And to get 20% off your hair care order, that's functionofbeauty.com slash bigmood. Yes, and another shout out to one of our favorites, DoorDash. DoorDash. They supply us with our food. 
food because you know it's actually supposed to be lunchtime, but you know we're lazy. We have I mean, we're busy. We're working. We're independent women. I mean, busy, not lazy. <laughs> we're making busy. money, okay? We don't have time to like be running around trying to figure out what we're gonna do for lunch. So DoorDash brings our food to us. And right now, you know, restaurants need as much support as you can. I think a lot of people are at home cooking, but uh, neighborhood restaurants still need to make some money. There's jobs, you know. Yeah, we can order out every restaurants. once. We can order out every once in a while. Um, there's thousands of restaurants open for delivery on DoorDash that need your patronage now more than ever. Support them with DoorDash. Um, Ordering is easy. Open the DoorDash app. Choose what you want to eat. Your food will be left safely outside your door with a contact list. Delivery drop-off setting. They have all kinds of national favorite restaurants as well, like Chipotle, Wendy's, Cheesecake Factory. Um, it's the, not the same. Wendy's. I know. <laughs> okay. Chipotle. Normal. I was like, it's I just know that you like Gina doing this ad. Yeah. Read, but Gina's not here. I miss okay? you, Gina. <laughs> Gina's not I here. I want to okay? save a lot of doll hairs. Uh, yeah. No. <laughs> I am independent. Okay, okay, let me do this. You love me for okay. me. Right now, our listeners can get $5 off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more, which is pretty easy to hit because, you know, yeah. I, I'll order like seven, eight things. Doll hairs. <laughs> There's no doll hairs in your food. Aww. Uh, yeah. Download the DoorDash app and enter code BIGMOOD. That's $5 off. Zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code BIGMOOD. Don't forget the BIGMOOD code, you guys. That's how we get credit for sending you there. Yeah. Don't forget that's code BIGMOOD Give for $5 off your first order with DoorDash. Yeah. <sighs> so what was your worst breakup? The one she just went through probably? Yeah. Oh, was it? I would say the one that I went through, the most recent one, it was... It was just disappointing. It wasn't as catastrophic and dramatic as the one prior to that. The one prior to that was the young, crazy, probably mm. like all my the first, young ones are crazy. Yeah, like, like my first real love. We were yeah. together for a long time. We moved in together. That was mm -hmm. the first guy I ever really got a place with. I wanted, I actually wanted a family with him. Mm -hmm. That was probably the hardest part about it. Yeah, I wanted us to have a family together. He made me want that, and I didn't want that initially. I, yeah. I never really looked forward to like a wedding. I didn't really have like a lot of boyfriends and I wasn't allowed to date growing up. So th the way I looked at relationships was not healthy. Skewed. Um, yeah, I had a relationship in high school and we were together for like three years, but it was long distance. It, he like lived 30 minutes away. I didn't couldn't drive. My dad never knew about him. It was a whole hidden thing and I wasn't allowed to date. So it really made me look at relationships completely, just not in a healthy way. And I was raised to pretty much not want to get married. Mm. The, our family was like, you don't need to. I never grew up around a lot of successful married couples. Yeah. My parents are together, but not married. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So I never saw a healthy relationship. Marriage. Yeah, no, not at all. My parents are fucking nuts. Like, yeah, they're like, they're crazy. They're still together, but they're crazy. Is it what happens when a tornado meets a volcano? All yes. I know is I love you too much. So walk away, though. Okay, oh. stop. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> I don't know where it's from. It just came to me. Yeah. But, but I mean, that, I don't know. Like watching my parents go back and forth, that, that, you know what? It explains a lot on why I have, I don't really break up well. I don't really do the close the door, closure, I'm mm -hmm. done, walk away. My sister can cut somebody off. Oh, my God. If my sister is broken up with you, she is ruthless. She is cold. She is done. Over. She will not even allow you to have the opportunity to cheat. She, she, will, she is a Capricorn. Mm. She will dead that before it gets to that point. And for me, I'm like... 
I, I watched the back and forth. I saw my parents stay through it all. I remember my uh, the dramatic breakup. He said, your parents went through worse and they're still together and they love each other. Um, and when he used my parents against me, I'm like, oh, He like convinced no. you that this unhealthy situation was okay? Yeah, and even my you know, even my parents told me about that relationship. My parents, they do call it, you know, they'll be like, that's going to work. That's not going to work. Mm-hmm. And my parents haven't really been a fan of the people that I've, you know, been with. And the traumatic one, they saw my mom was like, you know, you're dating your father, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, yeah. you're dating your father and you don't want to do that. He's like, you really don't want to go yeah. through that. And it was it was just so hard to separate. And I, and we definitely dealt with each other for years after the breakup. And then this most recent one, we don't even know how to just end things all the way. Mm. It's still like, I remember there was a point in time where I just was in love with the, I, I loved who his family was and who he was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And as he was changing and not being that person that I wanted to be with, I couldn't let go. Mm. I know there was there was power shifts in that relationship. There was I, I will never say that. Oh, he ain't shit, and I just walked away. Like no, I believed that this person could potentially be a great partner. He you loved the idea of him more than you loved him. Maybe. Totally, like he would be a great father. He loves kids. He has a good family. I think about the things that I missed growing up and what I wanted, and his family, and he had it. Mm-hmm. But us together. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. The the big the biggest takeaway and it's we're not cordial. We're still really figuring it out. I would say with the separation we haven't been together for a while and we're still learning how to deal with it in our own way. I don't hate him cuz I know he needs to go through his change. Mm-hmm. And that's hard to to look at somebody and understand why they do exactly what they do. It you know, we've talked about Instagram before on here and he purposely does things and for me I had to learn to control myself it's my responsibility to not react yeah it's his responsibility to live his life and it's my responsibility to live mine mm-hmm. and oh, I you mean not react to what he's doing now yeah or no what he's posting it's a lot of provoking because we're not completely cut off from each other well so I mean still do follow you each think other that you that? should still be no putting yourself through that exactly I, I shouldn't okay. be so it's it's knowing and holding yourself accountable mm-hmm. like Girl, why you want to hurt yourself today? Yeah. You know, you know, why am I going to put myself through that? I can't be mad. We can't be mad at each other. We shouldn't be mad at each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, we need to learn how to let go. I think, you know, I feel like you and Joe hit a point to where you understood you guys weren't going to work out. Yeah. And you guys still have a relationship where you work together and you can respect each other. Y'all don't it's wanna... very distant still, though. Like, yeah. we're not talking on a normal basis. Right. And there's still times where him and I speak. We do still share the dogs. And do mm, we... Having do that we... Um, a co-parent, dog-parent right. thing. Right. Yeah. And then, you know, I still talk to his family. I still talk to his mom. We're still very much connected. And we don't know how to separate yet. We've been friends for so long. It was more of, like, the friendship when that was gone because our rom- our romance was always... I think I was way less romantic than he was. And so on my end, and I look at the relationship, I didn't give him what he needed. So it's hard. Like, how am I going to keep being mad at you when I know I didn't do everything you needed and then you didn't do what I needed? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we don't know how to meet in the middle yet. Do you think that, like, you kind of still being minorly entangled in that is keeping you from like moving on yes i don't know how i i really do still feel attached i feel attached and there's still there'll be times where he'll make a comment on something that i'm doing and i'm like 
why are you trying to fight me today? You know, it almost feels like, mm -hmm. give me, give me a couple days. Yeah. I'm still trying to learn. We're still trying to learn how to be ourselves because we're still doing things with each other in mind. Y'all need have to you, mute each other. Have you other. thought yeah. of like trying to go no contact for a little while just to like get through some of it? Yeah, we need yeah, to. Yeah, because I think you need to build a foundation without him first. And you can't do that if he's still there. Like, you're still thinking about him. Yeah. He's still popping up in your feed yeah, and you stuff. Need to yeah, sever the ties Cause if it's affecting you. It doesn't you have so to be forever, totally. but just I feel like maybe you need like a three or four month I didn't really, blackout. Yeah, I didn't really date. Like, I haven't, you know, COVID happened. A lot of stuff is going on. And yeah. honestly, I don't even know. Also, I'm not looking. I feel like I have to like just put that. I'm not yeah. looking. Mm -hmm. um, and specifically because I'm still fixing me. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. it's really about the self-work. Yeah. And it's so cliche, but it's so true. Oh, like, my God. Yeah. The best way to get over a breakup or codependency issues and stuff is to like invest in yourself, invest mm -hmm. in like self-love like finding things that you really like oh shit like you did that girl like you yeah. know like I didn't have that I was very hard on I've always been hard on myself I still am but I didn't have things that I liked about me you mm -hmm. know and so when I, I liked him like I put all my like energy and like love into like oh my god he's so cool and everything That's why it hurts so bad when it's cold. yeah and then mm -hmm. when that left it's like I don't like anything I don't have, like it's just a shell yeah I don't feel like there's nothing where my love is not going anywhere. Yeah. And like, it's just like, I don't like any, I hate everything now. Mm -hmm. And, um, and then finding like things that I could like about myself or like, I like what I do or I like around me, like building on those likes is what creates like that self love. And then it becomes ingrained in you where you're like, I do love myself. Yeah. And then you attract the partner that like sees all that in you and because people see what you're putting out, totally. you know, and and even subconsciously they pick up on it. Yeah. And so when you're trying to attract a partner that's going to love you or like have that mutual love, like you need to love yourself first totally. on that level. You know, we were t we were also discussing how the people that you keep around you, you're really a reflection of the company you keep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I noticed that the more I started investing into me, the more other people were like, oh, Nikki, you're glowing. You seem happy. You're like this. You're like that. And especially being a part of, you know, this group and being able to come on, it really, it speaks volumes for the growth. Because I don't even know if I would have been, say, like a couple years ago or even while I was in that relationship. I, I've noticed my growth from the beginning of the year to even where I am now. The self-awareness and when you do start acknowledging your fault in things it really makes you not hate other people as yeah. much you know i i started learning to understand people a lot more the more i understood myself mm -hmm. and i do think it's a compliment to have a level of self-awareness that most people don't have it's yeah. kind of something i'm like i got issues like i have no problem saying i got issues am i ready to date somebody hell no but i also know that when i do find someone I'm gonna have to like let them know as well. There are things that I am working on, and mm -hmm. and that's. Will you be able to help me with that? Like, if I'm not all the way whole by the time I get into my next relationship, it's gonna have to be communication. Forever all the way whole. Yeah, but communicating. Yeah. Communication, but, yeah. but you know, being sure. able to say yeah. that. You know, I felt like I said that in the beginning of the relationship, mm -hmm. and I kind of was like, "Fuck it, okay, we're we're doing this. He cares about me. He loves me." But I still, for some reason. I'm not like I'm not treating him the best, but he's still with me. This is weird. You know, and and when people love you 
when you're not really who you're supposed to be, it's kind of a mind fuck, right? Mm-hmm. That's why a lot of relationships, people change and they change through it mm-hmm. and they change after and they change in another relationship because we're so influenced by who we're around. Yeah, That's why the whole thing about like getting married when you're young, like don't do that because it's not that people are saying your love is fake or that like you're, you guys don't know what you're do- getting into. It's just that you grow so much from when you're 20 or uh, like 20, 20, early twenties mm-hmm. to when you're early thirties. And when you're thinking about like marriage is supposed to, you know, be your lifelong partner, you don't know if that partner is going to be the same partner 10 years from now. And so that's what's really hard to measure when you get married so young. And I do think that that contributes to like a high divorce rate and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, that's why they you... say like people who get married, um, I think the age, I remember for women, I remember for men, but for women it was like at 28 is like the sweet spot, like yeah. the good age for you to get married because by that age you already know yourself well enough and your brain doesn't fully develop until you're 25 Mm -hmm. so the dopest thing i saw is normalize finding love later in life yeah Yeah. like Mm -hmm. if you find the love of your life at 50 and y'all stay together for 30 years you're only eight you know like normalize relationships not needing to happen at don't force them because timelines yeah yeah and that's why breakups feel so traumatic i think we have a level of expectation that we place upon ourselves because oh so and so is married and so and so has kids man there was i remember at 27 27 28 i became the last person in my family to not have a baby wow not have a baby you know going up and down in my relationships figuring out my career but it was something that it sucked. It yeah, because you base your normal off of what's going on around yeah. you. So if you're like, oh, I'm lacking here when everyone around you. It- I, mm-hmm. I, I resented my ex. Even though I was in another relationship and we were still figuring it out. I remember hating my ex when I became the last one. And I was like, I had you. And yeah. I just remember this, this conversation with myself that I was having with to him. And I used to have to write. Um, if you're going through a, like a really hard breakup and you're trying to cut communication, I do suggest writing out the conversations mm-hmm. that you want to have. Well, you still have to get it out of your body. Yeah, yeah write yeah. it out. Um, throw it away. Get rid of the shit. Just you know, get rid of it. But I remember hating him because I wanted that with him. Right. And it that particular person made it so difficult for me to let go of him mm-hmm. because I was weak and he always prayed on yep. that. And we did the stupid back and forth and you know like we could just feel each other thinking. Yeah. But I remember the day and I was just livid. And there were times up until I want to say recently that I felt that both of them, you know, um they they played their part, you know, when when my last relationship didn't come through, I'm like, "Bro, I gave up this, this, and this, and now you don't want to, you don't want it. I'm at home. I'm not out in the streets. I got a job job. You know, I, I'm putting myself in a position to have a family, to have a life. And now, now you want to go find yourself? I remember being mad when that moment happened. And it was like, I don't want to be later in life trying to figure out if I want to have a family. But as time goes by... And you start understanding that I can't force nobody to be with me. Mm-hmm. If that if we're not supposed to be together, together, we're not. And he needs to find himself because what good is he to me mm-hmm. if he's not whole? Because mm-hmm. I remember when I wasn't whole. Right. So it it hurt because you feel like you want to blame someone. 
but you know you really can't. Mm-hmm. And I think the moment that you don't place the blame elsewhere, you you start looking at the other opportunities that are around you. Like dealing with a breakup sucks, but if you continue to hate that person, they have all the power over you. Yeah. Well, you're just losing yourself. Like mm-hmm. you're you're wasting time, and uh, you could be wasting time doing other things. Yeah, like playing Best Fiends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Best Fiends is a mobile puzzle game, which I absolutely love. I've been playing for many, many years. You guys hear me say this all the time, but it's the truth. I even got Gina to start playing. Uh, but yeah, so Best Fiends, it's this really cute mobile puzzle game where you collect these different fiends, and each fiend has like a kind of like power that you can use strategically use with the other fiends in order to defeat the slugs and you can go up to like infinity number of levels because they're constantly updating the app they have different events different challenges all the time and trust me you'll never be bored with best fiends so you can download best fiends for free today on the apple app store or google play that's friends without the r best fiends Dude, I actually got addicted to the specific mobile game when I was going through that crazy breakup when I just couldn't stop crying. But then I had to like focus on work. So I had to have something that took my brain off of the relationship. So I got addicted to this mobile game and the sound of it still like the sound effects. Sometimes I hear it from someone else playing it and it brings me back to that moment. Like all the emotions start flooding back, like from just the noises. It's like Pavlov's bell. Mm -hmm. I I hate the numbing part post breakup. Yeah. I hate the It's necessary. It's necessary. It's like a it's like a stress reaction. Like it's too too much to deal with. Yeah. We talked about music, how I don't always listen to music because the fear of being triggered. Yeah. You know, I, so, like I connect so many feelings with men, with the music that I'm listening to at the time. Like if I discover a new song, I have a whole new playlist. I'm dating a whole new guy. That whole playlist is fucked when we break up. Yeah. Like, I, I can't. It takes me a long time to get back to that playlist. Uh, and any of those songs, even the artists themselves in general. That's true. Yeah. Uh, Lana Del Rey's first album is that for me. Ooh. Luckily, she changed up her vibe like, throughout the rest <laughs> of her album so I can still listen to her. I, I think it's ha- it's really a happy moment when you catch yourself just listening to music and not feeling as much. Yeah, I, when it doesn't hurt anymore. It doesn't hurt or yeah. like watching shows. I didn't put up a TV in my apartment when I moved for a, uh, for a long time. So when we, when we separated... Well, we were going through all of it. I, I actually moved out. We were living together and I, I moved out. I got my own place. And the biggest fight was he didn't come with me. Mm. He didn't come. Mm. The abandonment that, that you yeah. feel. Even though you left? No, we didn't break up. I oh. moved. But a lot of it was like, we need to move out of where we're at. We shouldn't be here anymore. What's our goals? What's our plans? And, and and he was out. This is when he was out. I see. You know, he was clearly showing signs that this wasn't mm-hmm. going to happen. And I remember I wasn't able to watch TV. I caught myself being very addicted to social media, becoming obsessed with certain things. Gaming, I, I'm, I constantly am playing something. I'm like always playing something. And then I started channeling that into working out again and reading mm-hmm. and just like the self-growth portion yeah. of it. But it was anything that made me think of him was like, no, I don't need a damn PlayStation. I'm not going to play games. I'm not going to do this. Oh, because that's what so-and-so did all the time. And it was like the purging process. Mm. It sounds petty, but everybody needs to do their own sort of purging process. Yeah, I find myself listening to a lot of like the the last thing that I went through that kind of 
threw me off for a little while. I I was listening to a lot of podcasts, like a lot of very just boring stuff, like not emotional. Or if it was about emotions, it was like how to control your emotions, like very stoic. Like stoicism is like a thing Ooh, that mm-hmm. that comes in and out of my life. Like when I'm hitting like the worst part of my life, like I hate that. That's like the whole like um, the the amor fati comes from that. It's like yeah. love your fate or whatever. So mm-hmm. you just kind of it's like you just deal with like bad shit and you it's just like a way to help you deal with it. I kind of wanted to do a whole episode on that later. We Maybe we yeah. can because um, it's not something that I think about on a daily basis. And I'm not sure it's healthy to always carry a stoic mindset, but I think it can really help you when you're going through the worst of of life. Yeah, yeah I was actually reading a because I read a lot of investing books these days yeah and like some top investors um take a stoic philosophy because you know like during the the crash like the of 2008 when everybody just felt so fucked the ones that were more of a stoicism philosophy mm-hmm. like made it through the crash yeah. because it's like okay this could be good or it's bad just a part of how life. you react yeah. to yeah. it yeah. yeah yeah learning how to control your reactions too i think as going through a breakup you learn a lot about yourself like who are you how do you react to rejection mm-hmm. were you able to walk away i think a lot of people point fingers at the person that walks away a lot and blames them because of the hurt but we need to acknowledge the fact that they were bold enough and strong enough in themselves to not stay in something that wasn't going to work yeah. instead of dragging yeah. it out. We, and is, is your reaction really about losing the relationship or is it just like an ego thing because totally. it wasn't your idea right. first? Totally. Yeah. Right. And sometimes we choose the victim role. Mm-hmm. There are plenty of people get that more sympathy. Yeah. There are plenty of times where people are like, I don't want to, I don't want to be the villain in this. No, they broke up with me. Uh, there, but there's nothing more annoying than the person that runs around saying I broke up with so-and-so first off, if you have to brag about breaking up with somebody, you should get punched in the yeah. mouth. Yeah. <laughs> like you should get punched square in the mouth because you're a dick, whether you're a girl or a guy. Mm-hmm. Like, well, I was I, that brings me to what I wanted to talk about, which was I've never been broken up with, so I actually okay. don't know what that can't relate. Like. Yeah, I never really been can't relate. <laughs> no, no, but like without being a dick though, like I do relate to the part about not knowing how to deal with the breakup, even though I was the one that walked away. Because yeah. like in my last breakup. I actually had girlfriends sleep over my house because I was just so like I I was like trembling because I didn't want to be alone, even though he wasn't living with me. But just the fact that we I wasn't with someone and I had been with someone ever since I was 16, like literally only two months out of my life, I've been single. And in those two months, it was just really scary. And I didn't know how to and then that's what ended up leading me to jump right into another relationship and then the next one. And yeah. like, I never yeah. gave myself time to grow and know myself and understand like who I even am. And then it didn't happen until in the middle of my marriage. That's when I finally got to discover like, what the fuck is going on? Cause I never actually like, like, you know, looked at my own reflection and see like, what is it that I'm actually dealing with here? And I just like, I was so quick to, to distract myself from the the loss of that person in my life to go ahead and get into something really quickly with someone else so people want the easiest solution for their pain and and that's all it does is prolong the pain Mm -hmm. so i don't know like when when someone's coming at me like in my dms right i get a lot of them like 
what do I do? Like, we just broke up and I feel like shit. Like, I, you know, like, you, you know what they're saying, right? You can imagine what they're saying. And really all I can say is like, your brain is tricking you right now. Yeah. Like, it's not real. Even though you think it's real, it's all your perception of how bad this is. I mean, I'm not talking about if you're in abuse or whatever, but I'm just talking about right. the fact that you're alone is not as bad as, as it feels. Like, the emptiness is is a perception. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's so much stuff that you can do to fix it, but a lot of times, like, you just have to get through the time and not jump into something else. And it's like, you have yeah. to do the work. You have to write out what you think went wrong. You have to write out what you think went right, what you appreciate about it. You yeah. have to write out what you want next time. You have to really say your goodbyes, too. Don't think it's going to work out. Like, it's it, it could, but the thing you need to do is, is set yourself up that it's not going to. You need to get healthy like it's not going to work out. Like, that's the only way that it could work out, yeah. even if it does. Most of the times, getting back together with an ex is a bad idea. And, and closure is overrated. Yeah, you it don't need closure. It doesn't ever really happen until you decide it. Mm-hmm. You yeah. give yourself yeah. the closure. Yeah. I yeah. always try you to decide it. I always try to about. chase the man ah. down to be like, give me the closure. But I think what we want is not really the just closure. Just back together. We, I know. We just, I just want you like, to tell me that you fucking love me. We're just trying to figure <laughs> out, like, oh, is there something that I can fix to make this work? Yeah. Like, you not don't need that healthy. closure. It's not yeah going back to to tiffany you know to tiff about leaving we i don't think a lot of people take into consideration the feelings of the person that walks away they they you know a lot of the times you're the bad guy you left the relationship but you said it right there you're going through a loss as well right it was it it's never easy to leave somebody People that don't you intend to just they leave don't. to be an asshole. Right. And, I, and I really don't like that we shame people walking out of relationships that aren't working. Mm-hmm. Some things it should be the opposite. Right. Yeah. They didn't drag you along. If you're in a relationship and you're waiting for somebody to break up with you, what does that say about you? Right. Mm-hmm. You know, really start looking at are you the good guy that you really are? Are you just looking for people to make them the bad guy because mm-hmm. you didn't have the balls to walk away? Yeah. And if you don't want to be in a relationship and you can say this isn't for me, don't let nobody shame you. Don't don't let nobody shame you because you knew that that wasn't right for you. Everybody's the good yeah. guy in their own mind. You know, we don't allow ourselves to be selfish enough. And it's such a... Dude, like, honestly, everything that you're saying right now, it like, gave me flashbacks of um, with my most recent ex, the guy I keep talking about in this episode. His parents came down on me hard when I was trying to leave him because he was like... I, I had my son, but he wasn't the father of my son. And so they were like, what about your son? Like, your son's going to get to know all these men in, in his life. And like, I feel bad for your they kid. They have no wow. right. That is about not your place. No. You're going to guilt yeah. trip me into staying with you. That ain't going to make you want to stay with, right. make those you my are, in-laws. Those people are not good people. No. no. Yeah, that was like the most hurtful thing, though, yeah. because I really loved his parents. And I respected his parents so much. And then like, the, I went over to their house to say goodbye to them oh. because I was just like, hey, like, like, I respect you guys. I want to yeah. at least like you should say, say goodbye. thank you for them saying that then because yeah. that give, that <laughs> makes me want to just break it off. Yeah. Like, whereas true. before you would have been like, oh, I miss them. Yeah. That's, That's so true. Yeah. I had I, no, I, my mom was there with me, too. It was so sweet. She was like holding my hand. She was like, you know what, Mika? That's a good thing you're leaving this family. Yeah. Amen. I had one ex family. My, my parents were like, 
we all about to fight. Like the whole both families are about to fight. And <sighs> then this this last one, I love I love my ex's family. That's always going to be yeah, family. Same. To me. I love They're, Joe's family. Yeah, I, for I, sure. Always like Mama Dina. It like one of the most important, like special people. I think that I was so blessed to have them come into my life because they showed me what a healthy relationship looks like. My ex's parents have been together for thirty plus years, and it's funny because my parents are together and his parents were together different but his parents and his family they showed me what I wanted and and it's so crazy because when we were going through our breakup I remember his mom at one point going girl you need to you need to go leave leave him was one of those like not kicking me out but going this ain't working right now he's he's not not ready he's not ready Mm -hmm. don't keep hurting yourself I remember me packing because we lived with his family like I, I loved his family that was they helped they shit they helped raise me they helped you know put me into the position that I am now the love that they gave like I will always care for them and always care for him in the sense of I know you got good like you're gonna be a good person one day and you're still working on things and I get it but man when we did the back and forth thing like his family stayed out of it to be real his family was very neutral like everybody if I wanted to still come over and see the dogs and to this day like there's never going to be a problem they don't talk bad we don't talk about you know bad about anything and it's just like care but there's so many other families that are evil that will that well, are just they're, like if they're point toxic the and they don't know like they that's I mean that's why a lot of these relationships is cyclical it's generational yeah. like, people don't understand how love is supposed to work and that's why we find ourselves in these positions I had an ex that was a drug addict and his mom was like texting me months later after the breakup like he loves you you know can you stay with him blah 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 and I'm like you can't fucking you you're trying to pull yeah. out the shit getting your mom to ask me to be Mm-mm. with yeah. you like it's at that point too I was just like. Ew. Yeah. yeah. Come on. Yeah. Ew. My tell weird. Like, yeah. Bitch. Like woman to woman, you want me to be with a drug addict? Yeah. Your drug addict son? Mm-hmm. Really? You're gonna guilt trip me about that? There, there's something so amazing about the moms out there that know when their son ain't shit. Yeah. Like that. Oh, acknowledge. we need more moms. Oh, we need yeah. more, more like moms that know when your son ain't shit. Yeah. Or know when your daughter ain't shit, yes. man. If you got an ain't shit ass kid, yes. And you know there might have been a time when I was ain't shit ass. You know what I mean? Like, listen, I wasn't always the you know, I was an ain't shit ass. I was an, I was in a, you know, I definitely had my moments of don't, you don't want to be with me. Yeah. Like that was a mess. But my parents would be the first one to be like, yeah, you don't want to be with her right now. Like, yeah. come back, come back. Let her figure it out. My, my parents are very brutally honest with that. But it's amazing when parents do their best to raise good humans and they acknowledge yeah. that it may not be now. Mm-hmm. There, there's nothing more beautiful than a relationship that doesn't work out. And the parents are able to say, like, we're still going to care about you. I do love my son. And just to let you know, like, you're, it, it, we love our, we love him we're not going to talk smack about you and you're always, you know, we, we think highly of you, but realistically, like wish you nothing but the best. I, you know, you're a great person to this day. Like my ex's mom is like, she's in on all the work that I do. And she just thinks that it's dope. That's awesome. Yeah. They genuinely, they genuinely just support and because they're good people and they know that when like my parents would probably do the same. I'm like, if we FaceTime and it's like somebody's birthday, you know, it's just like saying hi. Cause That's there's just respect with, with uh, my son's father's, father, uh, family. Mm-hmm. 
that's exactly the kind of relationship we have too. Like yeah. every time I show up and I give his mom like a big old hug and kiss and she's always telling me like, oh, mi niña, like she freaking loves me. And I'm yeah. like, I love you too. I Thank always you, wonder, mom. so yeah. is it, um, how do you, like how does Casey feel about that? Is it cool? Oh, Casey's like the last person on earth to ever that's trip about anything like that. Yeah. No, he's super, super He knows where chill. his place is. Yeah, he's, he's and it's not. it's at the top of the list. Yeah, he's not ever. I mean, like I said before, we literally have Isaac's dad we invite him into our living room. We sit around for four hours talking about like literally anything. So like, Casey's like so not that's jealous great. about yeah. that. Yeah, at K- all. Casey does have a good like chill personality with yeah. that stuff. Yeah, because sure. I I've never been in that situation, but I guess in the back of my mind I would think like. Um, if I'm like attached to my ex's family, like if an, and a new person comes in, maybe their family is not as good. My so <laughs> like, I have a risk. I have two older yeah. sisters, so I have two older sisters from on from my mom, and their dad, so uncle. You know, I called I called my sister's dad uncle. That's just Hawaiian style, you know, Uncle yeah. Tino. Yeah. And my like when my dad and mom got together. My dad knew about my mom's, you know, my my two sisters and knew Uncle Tino and they somehow figured it out. And my dad was like, do you two you do you want to be together? It was like, no. OK, we family like I would go and stay with my mom like they pretty much raised my mom, my, you know, my uncle's family, you know, pretty much raised her. So when I would go back home with my dad, we would go stay with her, essentially her ex's family. Whoa. Yeah, they, that was our family. Like to the day that my, you know, to the day that Uncle Tino passed away, it was like, no, that that's uncle. When I come home, that's family. Like even his daughters were my sisters. And it, it was one of those things because when you know the person that you're with don't want the person they were with yeah. mm-hmm. and that level of security and maturity that you can have. Mm-hmm. I mean, it takes a lot. But also that's you. You conf- First off, you confident as hell. Mm-hmm. And then second of all, you're just secure. And I think that the goal is if a relationship doesn't work and you have kids that you can be secure enough to know you guys can co-parent or, you know, understand that you walked away and it was all you can do and that's it. And you know that you guys aren't good for each other. It's really once you know what you're worth. Yeah. And when you know that somebody's not compatible or your beliefs, religion, finances, um, I mean, shit, people argue about the craziest things. Opposites can attract. And sometimes people that are exactly the same work. But ultimately, if the relationship isn't going to go further and you just keep trying to make something fit mm-hmm. that isn't, you just hurt yourself. Yeah, we have to stop that. That reminds yeah. me too, like, um, you know, breaking up with them, you're like also losing their family in some cases, but also like friendships. That's uh, yeah. that's one of the hardest parts about breaking yes. up to me is if your friend groups were too merged, you know, and like they feel like they have to pick sides and it's like, man, I really liked a lot of his friends, you know? Yeah, we share mutual. We, My ex and I share we a best do, friend. We do, for sure. Yeah. But, yeah, but I mean, the ones that were supposed to stay in my life on a close level did and the ones yeah. that really were more of his friends are more of his, and it's okay. Like, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. there's certain people like David is so much closer to Joe than he is to me and I'm like I fucking love David I love him from afar we don't hang out every day because that would be yeah you know but like and then but you guys like we can all 
meet up for a Christmas party or whatever and it's fine. Like, yeah. But it's like, I don't want people to be afraid to break up because they're like, oh, totally. Like, it's mm-hmm. going to ruin everything. Like, that's not a reason. Like, it, things right. will fall into place and yeah. it'll make sense. And don't be that friend that's like, oh, I really miss you guys together. Oh, oh yeah, God. that sucks. That yeah, sucks. That's, that's so, that like, that's yeah. so I, I miss, shitty. I miss all of us spending time together. Bitch, me too. Why you think that we're struggling <laughs> right now? I miss the shit too, I but it ain't Choose, I didn't choose exactly. to make it that right. yeah. You know, yeah. and it's crazy when you really look at everything else fits except you two. Yeah. Like so, so it many, sucks. It yeah. Sucks. You yeah. can build a life with someone and it just be an amazing life. But when it's you two and the doors close and it doesn't work, it, it, you know, there's so many people invested yeah. and involved. And I can only imagine, like, I kept my relationship as, as low-key as possible as far as social media goes. Yeah. People that knew, they knew. It, we were never hidden in public. But online, it wasn't for the world. I have my own things that I'm going through. So we even thought about that. But for me, I knew that if we don't have a happy home, mm-hmm. anything can make it crumble. Mm-hmm. And I am so thankful that I've been able to essentially mourn and figure my shit out without everybody in my business. Yeah. It's so good to recognize that and be able to let it go earlier because I feel like people justify this a lot too where they're like well I've already spent five years or six years like and I know it's like I know there's something wrong like when the doors close we are not good but I already spent so much time that I don't want to start over again yeah you know and that's not healthy at all it's a fallacy of thinking it is in business we learn it's called a sunken cost you can never take a sunken cost into account with deciding what you're going to do with things and with investments if you Keep putting money into a business mm-hmm. and the business keeps fucking losing money. Stop putting money into the business. Yeah. I love that everybody figure like has their own way of explaining like their, analogies. Yeah, their analogies, you know, business and financing works. I use sports a lot. Yeah. Yeah, sports, yeah I use sports a lot. And it, and it's really cool that everybody you just have to find what connects you. You don't want to stay in garbage time. <laughs> for the rest of your life like garbage time is like when the other team already won and you're just it was like sports related so i laugh i'm I like i have no one. idea I what, that know is. what that one is oh if you play fantasy like you kind of like garbage time if your team is losing because then like your fantasy players can make up some points but anyway it's when like so let's say my team's playing another team and like they won by a landslide well now we have like our second tier players playing because like it's garbage time oh, we're not gonna win you're anyway not gonna, like, yeah keep your star yeah but there's to, still time on the, the clock yeah, yeah. and you're still in the and we're still in the game and yeah. you should try but like you're not gonna win it's not worth somebody breaking yeah. an ankle we need to keep our right, yeah. right. okay I gotcha and while you're going, going through the motions yeah. yeah and while you're going through your own breakups figure out what connects like what you connect with you know there are gonna be times where you know, there are people that are definitely identifying with Tiff right now that are going like, everybody looked at me like I was the bad guy. You know, I was hurting too. Nobody cared about how I felt. And they can really take away from what you said. Like you you made your mistakes, but you, you could have done it completely different. Yeah. But they're also not alone. And mm-hmm. there's going to be people that can look at all of us or find other people on the internet or in books. It's really about digging into mm-hmm. what you can connect with and find your way. Some people 
go into fitness also. Some people get into their health. Some people get into financing. You know, one of the worst things you can do is to get into another relationship. Yeah, yeah don't, yeah, don't do it so that on yourself. Like, again, like all those other things are self-related. Yeah. It's like your health, your finances, mm-hmm. your, yeah. It's okay to be selfish. Your growth is important. We look at being selfish as such a negative thing, but there's nothing more selfish than getting into a relationship and giving somebody half of you. That's true. Yeah. Oh, that's a good quote to end yeah, on. Yeah, I like we that. We could talk about this forever, too. I love having you on the show. Yay. Thanks for being here. Um, also, everybody go follow her everywhere. Yeah. Buy her merch. Yep. Nikki Blades mm-hmm. everywhere. And mm-hmm. then Nikki Street Eats. Yep. Go check it out. Um, also, subscribe to us and, you know, like, favorite, do Five all that stars. stuff. Share Share with your friends. If you get anything from our show, it really helps us out to, like, spread the love and help other people that may, if you know a friend that's going through a breakup, maybe they need to hear this right now, pass it along. Um, if there's anything you want us to touch on, leave it in the comments and maybe we'll get to it later. Mm-hmm. Thanks guys. Thank Bye. you. Bye. You guys have been listening to Big Moon. <laughs> 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 Thank you everybody for tuning in. <laughs> <laughs>